Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Bobby's Bites. So this week's Shabbat, this week's podcast is also a special one as it precedes the high holiday, the highest holiday, the Shabbat of of Shabbosim, Yom Kippur. So this week's parsha is Vayelech. And in this week's parsha, Moshe writes a Torah and he gives it to the elders of Israel and he also gives it to the Kohanim from the Shevet Levi. So the Rebbe asks a question that was asked by the Ragachavah, which is why why not to why to the Kohanim from Shevet Levi? Why not just to the Levim? And so I believe the answer was kinda that the Konim are representative of Shevet Levi, and the Zakanim, the elders, are representative of the Jewish people. So everyone got a, she- a Sefer Torah, but there was representatives who received it on their behalf. And the places where you see this is that the Konim are representatives for Shevet Levi is, for instance, in the time of Korach. When Korach waged a battle against the Kohanim, against the Konim, he waged it against, against the Konim. And so... God told every Shevet, every tribe, to bring a staff and write the leader of their staff's name and they, the, the tribe of Levi wrote Aaron's name. So this shows that the Kohanim are the representatives of Levi, but more than that is that they have a specific role in that the, the, the Kohanim, they are always pure. Their, their entire being is, is to serve Hashem. They, they can't go outside of that. They have, to serve, they have to serve God in a complete and total and holy way. Meaning they can never become impure. They can never become intoxicated. They can never have a blemish. They, can, they, they have to be 100% good. The Levi, however, the Levi also is holy to God. And they also have a role, which in in serving God. However, they can go out to the they can go out into the world and change the world. And so, in this respect, the ladies are kind of like the knights. In in medieval times, you have knights that go on that go out and they fight for the king. Um, but they also have a they also have a sort of you know regal status in a sense because they are knights. They're knights of the king, and. The the Kohenim, I guess, in this case, are nobles. I don't know if that's a good analogy, but it kind of made sense to me that the, that, that the Levies go out into the world. And the Kohenim, they're noble. They, they, they stay always pure. And in this, in this sense, this is why they receive the Torah on behalf of Shevet Levi. What does that mean? It means that this Torah is not a Torah that was... I think a, fun- a functional Torah. Yeah, it was complete and total, but it was more symbolic idea. I think, where just before the Jews enter Israel, they all get a Torah, and they all get a Torah at a represent in-, in the representative place, the elders, the Kohanim, and the Kohanim. Their role is to be wholly united with God, the essence of God, and we know that we have varying levels of our soul. The highest soul being Yechidish Ibn Afish. The, the, compl- the one that is above the order of creation that's united with the essence of God. And then the Levi, well, the Levi's also 
you know, wholly onto God, but he goes out into the world and he changes the world. And this represents all of us, the Kohen and the Levi, is that in us we have an unchangeable aspect of ourselves, something that's completely united with God, that's essential, that can never be tainted, that can never be, be hurt, that can never be damaged, that can never go away from the Torah. And that's why the Torah was given to it. And, 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 and it was given not just to that essential fact that essential part of us but to the part of us that also goes out into the world which is us as we are now going out into the world and working with the world working with the mundane working with the physical but nonetheless remaining true to god and remaining true that to that essential part that contains the torah and that torah as that torah as a symbol that this is who we are when we enter the land when we enter the land of promise the land where we have to live by the seat of our pants, live by the, blood, by, by the sweat of our brow, and by the work of our hands, where it's not easy, and you don't see godliness inside of it. It's dark outside. It's muddy. And the levy goes out, and he has to do work. He can be, he can be blemished. He can be a little bit impure. He can be a little bit, a little bit edgy, I'd say. But nonetheless, he's represented by the Kohen. Who has the Torah. And so no matter how far he strays out into the world. To do God's bidding. And to change that darkness into light. Within himself. He always has that essential faculty. That essential component of the Torah. That Moses wrote. That, in, that put it in, in him. Inside the essence of him. Which is the Kohen. Which is the, the, the ultimate part of ourself. And I think this is pretty heavy. Not heavy but pretty important to talk about just before Rosh Hashanah, not Rosh Hashanah, eh, Yom Kippur, right? At a time when we're going to repent for all our sins, the day of judgment, the scary time, and that's true. You know, it is scary. But what we have to remember is that on this day, what we're really doing, yes, we're repenting for our sins. Yes, we're saying sorry. Yes, we're, 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 we're doing all those things and it's scary but at the same time what we're doing is returning to ourselves returning to the Kohen returning to the purest part of our soul and really remembering that to cleanse away all the darkness all the things that God forbid you know had maybe an effect on that night on that on that levy that went out into the world to try to 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 overtake the world and turn the darkness into light but maybe some darkness got a hold but that's part of our job and we always have to remember that within us we are pure and on this day on that on that judgment day god is our father and our essential part our essential part has never been tainted and it's still completely united to God. It's still completely 100% devoted to Hashem. And we have to tap into that. We have, to go into, we have to go into Yom Kippur. And then into the land. Meaning the rest of the year. With this essential energy. Transcending ourselves, Being the representative of ourself. That it shouldn't just be hidden in, in, in the background. Like, like some gold in a vault. It should in a sense essentially be sh- be shone forth like rays of light that guide the knights on their quest to conquer the land, to conquer the world, to bring godliness and light into this world and into our life and to take away any 
any, God forbid, impurity or darkness that has weaseled its way into our life. So to me, I think this is what it, this is what it means that in a, it, within each one of us there is an unchangeable, essential, fundamental, and beautiful part, the Kohen, the priest, that is ready to serve Hashem, that is never blemished and never, never forsaken. This is the Kohen, this is the priest, this is us. And we are also the Levi. We're also all Jews. And we also have a mission, which is to unite the world, to unite ourselves, and to let the essential part of us shine. So may we all have a meaningful fast, have an amazing Shabbat Shuvah, that we return to Hashem, to Hashem, and that we return to ourselves. And the returning is beyond time. Whatever, whatever we did, whatever we want to do, in the desire, in the commitment to return to ourselves, to, that, to this essential part where the Torah is, where, where the Torah that Moshe, Moshe wrote, that will transcend time and that will change time and that will change us and the way we will be in the coming of days.